give you uh, the gifts that we brought. And now that is out the way, I will not act like I'm on AM fucking radio. What the fuck's the deal? All of you ugly motherfuckers. What's poppin'? I'm here with you. We here together. We gonna make this shit pop. What's the deal? What's the deal, everybody? I don't know why. <laughs> Cracked up every time that comes on, but it, it is what it is, man. Salute to all of my friends and family and all you ugly motherfuckers listening to me. You know what it is? This is the ish we call it. I am Lily, the host of this show, who broadcasts this all the time off his daughter's tablet. I am with the be-all, do-all of this show, the lady that pushes all the bells and whistles. Um, in the future, she will probably be signing all the checks. I want to give everybody a round of applause for Lindsay. Yes, we're going to speak that into existence. My God. How's it going? It is going. It is going. It's going? No complaints. Right. No complaints. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Right. How's your week? Uh, my week was okay. Um, shoot. Um, I, I don't. You know what? I can't even complain. My week was uh cool. Um, a lot of people got sick at my job, so they decided to like shut my job down uh for three days. So we could go up there and deep clean and shit like that. But like. We didn't have to do none of the like atrocities of what our job is entitled to. Oh. So that was cool. Like I was just going to work and like cleaning up. So I just felt like I was going home from home. Shit was weird. Oh wow. Well, I hope everybody okay. Yeah, it's like you know, um, if um you people don't pay attention to me at all, like um everybody uh that does listen to me you know i work with children and a lot of them were just getting sick it's like this influenza and uh, uh respiratory infections and like the flu has been running rapid and a lot of our kids that got sick and so for the safety of our students we decided to give everybody a break deep clean the you know what i'm saying the, the building and uh reconvene on monday which was which was great for me right right been going on with you nothing shoot i work from home so <laughs> i can't be like oh everybody's sick i can't go in they're like uh nice try you're not even coughing go on ahead and log in please and thank you yeah so right but uh but no that's good that's good yeah. complain about that one yeah you know it's pros and cons to to it but more pros than cons, I think. But yeah, um, other than that, I've been okay. So, yeah, are you ready to get into these topics? <clears throat> Let's get into this shit. All right, all right. So, um, first topic is a little light. 
you know, because it's towards the end of the year, you know, we in the holiday season and whatnot, and one thing that we do during the end of the year is that we have these annual recaps, and one of the things that uh, we have as an annual recap is the uh, music replays for the year, and I don't remember Apple Music doing this any other year, so I think this may be the first year, but they did a whole music replay, and I did um, my replay, and my replay is, uh, it's it's not nothing that I'm surprised about, <laughs> so, um, yeah, my number one song. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all about my music recap. It it totally makes sense. Okay. Um, my top song. Okay, let's get to this. Yeah, <laughs> my top song was um. I never know how to pronounce this man's name, but uh, Bino Rodal and Nipsey Hussle. Um, that's how it go. Love and war. Have you ever heard that song? Okay. Yeah, I have. Okay. Yeah, I played the shit out of that at the beginning of the year. Um, I don't know why, because I knew the song before he passed away, so it ain't like it was brand new to me, but for some reason, I just couldn't stop playing it at the beginning of the year, so um, so that totally makes sense. Um, <laughs> top artist is Beyonce, and top album is Renaissance. <laughs> That is, that, I mean, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not uncommon at all. No, no. Do you want to know how many plays I gave Renaissance? <laughs> let's, let's, let's just <laughs> dig into the B.I.'s brain of yours. How <laughs> many times have you played motherfucking Renaissance? <clears throat> 175 plays. <laughs> the whole album all the way through? Um, I don't think it was the whole album all the way through, but <laughs> it it was it was the majority of it. It was the majority. <laughs> Lynn says way too damn many. <laughs> I mean, it's a good album. It's a good album. Okay, so let, let's base it on this. Mm -hmm. When did it come out? It came out, uh, was it July 29th? 27th? It came out, hold on. I'll get the exact date. Hold it, please. Yeah, July 29th. Like you... It came out July 29th, 2023. July 29th, August, September, <laughs> October, November. And <laughs> hey, you played this shit more times in a day <laughs> of the rest of the fucking year. Yeah. You had a problem, cuz. <laughs> It was good. It was a really good album. I suggest anybody who hasn't listened to Renaissance go listen to Renaissance. And that ain't even the only place I played Renaissance. That's what makes it so good. So, 
My number two. Well, I suggest anybody that has a habit like this (laughs) that you are doing things that are longer than the time you have (laughs) for the year. That is called an addiction, and you probably (laughs) need to talk to somebody. I mean, it's, I mean, to my credit, it is a really good album. Like, it really is. But this is, this is how, this is how bad And to my credit, beer is really good, but I'm going to have to stop. (laughs) But this is, this is what makes it, this is what makes it really bad. So my number two album that I played was, um, the baby, baby on baby two. I played that one 41 times. So just that's a huge Damn, you fucked with the baby like that? I didn't even realize I did that. Now, that's being for real. I didn't even realize I did that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you Baby on Baby 2 baby is up. But Baby on Baby 2 is really good. I ain't even gonna lie. It's really good. But yeah, I you know I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold it from it like yeah yeah. So uh, Marsha says I stand Beyonce but hate the album. Oh my god, how can you hate Renaissance? Come on, the whole oh Marsh, how in the fuck can you say that? Like you can't say I stand for a nigga, but then say I hate the album. Like no way! It is no. It nobody in the world is saying. I love Elvis. I stand for Elvis, but that goddamn Bill Health Rock just pissed me off. No, some people can say that. Like people you that are real that. honest. People that are, excuse me. If you're real honest with yourself, you're not gonna like 100 percent of anything that anybody does. So I mean, if if she doesn't like the album, that's I. I can understand, but it's such a good album. Like, that ain't the one that I'm going to dislike. Not when you say you stand. If you stand, Beyonce, that but means you stand it. Like, so you she, even make the bullshit up with the fake songs. You be like, well, she was talking about such and such and such and such. You don't get but that. But it might be an album. But it might be an album. It might be Because Renaissance is such a, a niche type of music. It's house music for the most part. So she might just not be a person that likes house music. You know what I'm saying? So that just might not be her thing. And, yeah. Okay. Um, she also says, because it sounds like she Missy Elliott and reversed it. She's done She's done it before. She's done it before. And then um, Ashton says, everybody hated that album and the Drake album. Oh, wow. Everybody? I'm not. Nope. I'm, I'm not subscribing to that. I, first of all, shout out to Ashton. <laughs> Well, Marsha also says, I love house music. That wasn't it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I tried. <laughs> I tried. But I, exactly. I absolutely love, I yeah. absolutely love Renaissance. I played it ridiculously. And plus, it's such a high, it's such a, a hype album that I live like 30 minutes away from my job and I was getting down on that song like real quick. Real quick. So, yeah. Yeah, them, them them albums or them songs that you like, boy, you'll get somewhere in like seven minutes. You'll uh-huh. be like, God damn. Right, just floating. Just floating. But, yeah. But, um, but, yeah. So, 
Yeah. Sorry, I, I not sorry, that. Marcia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you anyway. Shout out to Marcia. Right, right. But yeah, I um, yeah, I played the shit out of Renaissance Man. So it it definitely makes sense. Um. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm not gonna go into so much because it's a lot that they give you on the replay. So I'm not gonna say every single thing. On my replay, but the total minutes that I played was yeah. eight thousand one hundred and sixty minutes. So, yeah, I'm not a a fan of the uh, of the play rent, but that sounds like a lot. Yeah, yeah, I I, I play Apple Music quite often. I get my money's worth. Um, definitely get my money's worth. So yeah. But it was just, it was so funny just to see the big difference between how many times I played Renaissance compared to the second one, which was Baby on Baby 2. Like, that was a big difference. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was All right, what was the rest of the uh, year? Um, what do you mean? Like, how many, how many times? That was it? What? Do you want to know my top, like, all 10? Well, it's twelve months in a year. Like I was saying, like which oh, no, one? Oh no, it's the whole it's the whole year. Like it does a whole year. Recap. Oh, that's just for the whole year. That's yeah. what you were saying. That's your top. Okay. Yeah, that's the top for the whole year. And I can tell you all the albums, like the top ten albums. Um, let's see, Renaissance, Baby on Baby Two, then No Pressure. That's that. Um, Bino Rudal and uh, Nipsey Hussle. I played that thirty three times, and it's so crazy. Cause I think that came out in like two thousand eighteen, nineteen, something like that. But um, <clears throat> then after that was still over it by Summer Walker. I played that thirty two times. Then Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. That was thirty one times. Then Victory Lap, Nipsey Hussle. That was twenty five times. A, um, Usher and Zaytoven. I played that twenty four times. Uh, Certified Lover Boy, Drake. Twenty four times. Anticipation 2, which is an old-ass Trey Songz mixtape. I played that 22 times. And then Confession. It's supposed to be played. Yeah, right, right, right. And then Confessions, um, Usher, I played that 21 times. Which makes sense because I played Usher a whole hell of a lot when I came back from the concert. So, Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Man, okay. All right, you had my... You better than me, but I don't. I I did titling, so like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know exactly how many times I view things. They just have the top things I listen to in each month. Okay, so and it is it is everywhere. It's all over the place. If the motherfucker didn't know that my mind works crazy, you'll you'll do it by listening to the music I listen to. Okay, so for the month of November, what did it look like? For the month of November, uh. Shit, I'm gonna tell you right now, and I had to be on some woke shit. And then Jasmine also listened to it, but I, uh, my top three was Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, and Drake. My fourth one was Miles Davis. Yeah, that was pretty low. <laughs> that was pretty low. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny how you could just look back at what you've done, and you're like, damn, I didn't even realize I did all that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Shit, I was in November. 
kid. The shit varies so much. Like, mm-hmm. in January, my top artist was Joner Lucas. The second was uh, was Beyonce, but that had to be Jasmine because I'm not listening to Beyonce. Um, Damn, <laughs> but my okay. third one was Marvin Gaye. And I know I listen to Marvin Gaye all the fucking time. Why do you, okay, why? I love Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, uh, swagger, how you know how to fuck bitches and then keep niggas woke at the same time is just amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Name a better artist that can do that shit. That can wake you up to reality, but also eat your bitch pussy and nobody's mad. <laughs> That's just what it is, I guess. <laughs> All right, so Glenn says, "Me for you" is why you played "Anticipation" too so much. What happened to the feature of that song? Um, I must not have played it that much. Um, on Apple Music, cause I actually do play that album. Like I play the whole album. I don't just play that song. Because Anticipation 2 as a whole is a great mixtape. You know what? I'm not even going to hold you. I listen to maybe three songs off of that. But all of those songs just are. (laughs) Or damn near spiteful songs. I mean, yeah. But see, this is the thing. When Anticipation 2 came out, like that was like a huge deal. So much that he got like a million downloads. And he went on tour. Him and Big Sean went on tour together, um, touring off of that mixtape. And I went to the concert. Like, he didn't come to Kansas City, of course. He went to St. Louis. And I went down there to St. Louis to see him. So, that was like that was like a movement. That whole anticipation, too, was, like, huge. So. And, yeah, it, I mean, and it, it did age well. Like, that was 2011? No. It was not in 2011. Nah, it aged beautifully. Motherfuckers are talking about... Excuse me. Motherfuckers are talking about that uh, that mixtape before they talk about some of his albums. Right, right. I'm trying to think. Did it come out this year? I think it was 2011. Cause I think it came out after Passion, Pain, and Hope. But, um, but yeah. yeah it like, came out in the year when I was doing nothing but listening to straight East Coast mixtapes. A couple of a uh, couple of Texas mixtapes, but they was they was dwindling down. Mm-hmm. But I picked up that shit because I was like, I heard that shit traveling. I was going to Houston and I heard the song and I was like, that song is amazing. Yeah, and <laughs> I was hooked on that. I was like, that's a mixtape from that nigga. Let me get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was I was already I was waiting count because they did a whole countdown and everything on anticipation too. So I was waiting on the countdown because the first anticipation was really good. So I was like, I'm here for it. So, yeah. But yeah, so that's our our walk down Trey songs lane. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There go our left people. Right, there go go our left. left. Right. All right. So. Getting back to the structure in hand, though. Yeah. Yeah, so that's our... um, our music replay for the for the year. So it'll be interesting to see how twenty twenty three pans out as far as music is concerned. 
<clears throat> next up, next up is uh Tory Lanez. So, um, I guess they're done with the shroud. Don't quote me on that. But uh, if not, if they're not done, it's getting close to the end. And so, Tory Lanez put out a tweet, and in the tweet, uh, yeah, let me, let me pull it up. I'm going to share my screen. He's basically put a tip out on for the uh, people that are watching. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to put it up. And like, yeah, he threw his tips out on us. Okay. So can you see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So he tweeted, I'm going to leave this here one more time. And watch how it ages. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. And sit and watch now. And don't ever question the God I serve again. This is my last tweet. So, of course, you know, um, black folks don't take nothing serious. So, these are the replies. (laughs) (laughs) We don't. We, not at all. So, uh, somebody said, Hey, Tori, big fan of your music, but I have a question. If you lose, can I get your studio equipment? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's a valid question. I thought so, too. So, Especially if I know you. Right. If I know you, I'm going to definitely ask you. Right. Like, I mean, you don't want it collecting dust. You want it to be collecting dust in the end. So then, here go um, a clip from the Boondocks. (laughs) Don't drop it though. Don't drop it though. (laughs) Don't drop it though. All right. Yeah, see, that's... <laughs> All right, so the next one. This nigga either <laughs> old, innocent, or pulling a James St. Patrick. I don't get the old, innocent part, but I don't know. Then they said, uh, I don't know that hair lot. <laughs> I, you know, niggas can't spell on Twitter. I think he meant old. Like, you know, when niggas be like the the old innocent part, the O-L, but you spelled it old because, like, niggas is stupid. And they don't know <laughs> old. Like, niggas like, <laughs> hey, man, it's like Twitter, man. I love y'all because I, I follow y'all. But y'all, right. sometimes y'all really don't know how, you know what I'm saying, how certain words work. Yeah. Yeah. They said, I'm pulling a James St. Patrick. That's hilarious. So then... Another person said, I don't know. That hair lo- that hair loss formed against you prospering a little bit. <laughs> hey, he getting his plugs done. Don't disrespect that nigga Trey. Right. I mean, uh, Tory Lane, excuse me. Went right back to Trey's home. Now, I'm right. 
crazy. I'm gonna stand for this nigga in the back of my head someday. You low key. Yeah, low key. So <laughs> this is true. You won't be convincing anybody else, so dream on. Keep saying it. Just keep saying it. Keep saying it out loud. Maybe you will convince Hope. If you won't be convincing anybody else, so dream on. <laughs> and that's, of course, Miss Nene when she was How on. How the fuck uh, do you convince Hope? Right. <laughs> that's when she was on um, The Apprentice going off on Star <laughs> Jones. So. Oh, this one is foul. Hold on. <laughs> they fucked up my nigga. Hey, Arnold with this shit. <laughs> That was scandalous. So this person said, fighting Twitter users mean you should be fighting for your life. Oh, man, this one's hilarious. Yeah, I want to say I'm sorry for the things I've done. And I try and be stronger in this life. I know that I want you to know. That door I closed, and your honor, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. And my mother, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. I love her, I want to say I'm sorry for the things I've done, and I try and be stronger. In this life, I chose, but I want you to know that door I closed. In your honor, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Lord have mercy. Okay, so that one says, when a judge asks if Tori has any last words before sentencing. I ain't gonna lie. I hope Tori remake that because right. <laughs> that nigga had a, a like just a bit more vocals. Like that would have gone oh, that shit. That would have got him a lot of commissary money. <laughs> I wonder if it worked. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that nigga sounded like like Jennings and some that shit. Hell you, yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember, but, uh, back in, like, the 90s, or maybe early 2000s, Tebo had gotten into a, um, a situation, and he rapped his last words to the judge before sentencing. Do you remember that? And I think it worked. Um... I vaguely remember that. Like, I'm not going to, because I think I know what you're talking about. Because I think it was like a, uh, it was like a reverse play. Because they were like, the first time he went to jail, they played his lyrics against him. Mm. But I want to say people was talking about how he tried to reverse the game. 
Like, so I I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. But I ain't like, like yeah, I was like, shit, it could have just been hearsay. Yeah. No, Glenn says I definitely remember that. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I if okay, I'm not okay, mistaken, so yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think it worked. So. Yeah. But um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's Zemo. This is yes. this is a nigga who's got so many priors. They knew he was going to jail regardless. Yeah, I mean, he he gonna have to go figure. That's just his thing. Yeah. Um. You ain't came out with no mixtapes with that fucking voice, nigga. Twitter. <laughs> 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 Hey man, shout out to that young man. I hope you was holding it down in there. You didn't uh you didn't do nothing fraudulent where somebody try to, you know, play you for uh, a fool when you get out. So Right. I wondered that they asked him to sing while But he... it was funny that you did that. Yeah. Right. You know, if he if he had a little little bit of vocal coaching, he wouldn't have been bad. Somebody would have used him hey, on a hook. That, that's why I said if he had just a little bit more raspiness to it. Like, if he had spent the whole night singing it and then went up there and performed it, like, with, after drinking, like, some water, motherfuckers would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, there, <laughs> sing, young man. <laughs> but the women in church, take your time, young right, man. Right, right. Take your time. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would have been funny. But, yeah. I don't know if it worked on that judge. I, I doubt it. Oh, that nigga was <laughs> Right. Maybe he got a lesson. We ain't gonna sugarcoat that. And shout out to that man. Right. You know what? What? Uh, I hope you did your time. Like I said, you know, stand up and didn't. Uh, nobody tried to play you on anything. Fun. But yeah, you definitely went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you, you definitely went to jail after that. The judge laughed like a motherfucker as soon as the court was adjourned. Yeah, man. Can you believe what this motherfucker the did? The judge said, "You niggas motherfucking tried to serenade me." Right. Can you believe what they did in court today? Boy. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> yeah. So. We shall see. You know? We shall. We shall see what happens. Um. Predictions? Um. I don't know. I, I, you know what I'm saying? This whole thing. It's been going on for a while now, and I've, uh, I think I expressed my opinion before when I said, you know, if, if it did happen to her, that's crazy, that it's a tragedy, and he should be, um, uh, held accountable for it. At the same time, I would say with, with a lot of things that have been coming out, um, um, with this whole thing, if it didn't happen, um, like she's portraying it, then, I mean, shit, if he walk away, he walk away. And that's what he should do. That's a victory, not only just for Tory Lanez, just for people that are accused of some nonsense just because a nigga, um, just because a nigga has a, a, how am I trying to word this? Uh, a vulnerability uh, and, and who they are. Like, you know, for everybody that's uh, been accused of, like, beating a woman that they really didn't beat they woman. If it come out that that was a lie, then yeah, kudos. Um, 
all sorts of shit. Like, you know, transgender who uh, go under scrutiny for uh, for just whatever the fuck, you know, because people wake up and try to blame niggas for everything. Like, when they went, like, this is, if this happens, that proves that you have to really prove your case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's that's all I'm going to say. It's, it's that the, how, how everything's been played out and how we know this side and this side and all, all sorts of shit came out. Motherfuckers get unfollowed. Motherfuckers find out this is about your past and this is about what you've been doing. And motherfuckers make rap songs about you and all this old extra bullshit. We decipher out of all that and it come out that this man is clear. Then, hey, it is what it is. If he's found guilty, then, hey, it is what it is. Like, I don't have no dog in your fight, my nigga. Yeah. I just, like I said, I really do want people to start doing their due diligence and shit when it comes to this shit like that, though. Yeah. Yeah, um, if he did it, then he needs to pay for it. Um, if he didn't, then I hope they get the person that did it. Because it happened. Uh, I don't doubt that it happened. She got shot, period. You know, so it's just who did it. Somebody shot her hoop. <laughs> Who shot you? <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, She's a real stallion that had killed her. You can't move off that shit. You said a real stallion there. If she was a real... <laughs> not stallion there. If she was a real stallion, they would have killed her. They'd have been like, she got shot in her legs. There ain't nothing we could do. She just walking around here being stupid <laughs> and they got to shoot this bitch in the forehead. Just... Make it ain't recovering. Oh God! All right. <laughs> but Mac, you said stallionaire. I am weak. Sidebar: You know they coming out with a season three. <laughs> Sidebar: You know I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I am not subscribing to that shit no more. <laughs> I just wanna know. Just wanna know. Man, but okay. Yeah. All right. I was done when he put when he put Mangina on the second season. I said I'm done with this fuck shit. Oh my god! I'm just thinking about when Mangina hit that horse. Nigga, <laughs> he did it like a TikTok meme. Anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the great, awesome show that's a Zeus original, One More Chance. So, <clears throat> with the stallion there, and you in that can. <laughs> hey, everybody. <Right. laughs> Listen, if you worked hard all day, and, uh, you know, you... You did everything you had to do as a man. Sometimes you want to come home and relax with a cold <laughs> brew. Grab yourself a rolling rock. Rolling rock, everybody. Available at every fucking store you ever been to. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So- <laughs> 
right, so that that is Tori's last tweet. So <clears throat> next up is um Miss Brittany Griner. She's free. She is back on U.S. soil. Um, they went on ahead and did that transaction with the arms dealer. And yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, they did the transaction with the arms dealer. Um, now I did watch a video where somebody else was talking about it, and they actually came up with a different perspective than what people have normally been saying. Um, they were saying that it actually, like, when you look at the grand scheme of things, it kind of was a fair trade because um, the most or the highest profile person that we had of Russia's was the arms dealer, and the highest profile person that they had of ours was Brittany Griner. And also, they gave Brittany Griner 10 years. Uh, we gave the arms dealer 25 years, but he had already done 15 so it kind of was a fair trade. So I was like, okay. I can see where he's going with that. Um, And then they were saying also that the details with the arms dealer, it wasn't like he was just out just, you know, dealing arms specifically to, you know, for a specific reason. He was just an arms dealer. And he ended up selling to some undercovers and they mentioned what they were buying the guns for. And he said, oh, well, we have the same enemy. And they took that as he was selling specifically for that reason. But, um, yeah. it was, I mean, it was a different perspective. Um, I just, <clears throat> excuse me, me personally, I've been saying, like, I don't necessarily like the what they did to get her back, but I'm glad she's home. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, I had a, t- uh, a whole totally different run with uh, with that too. I I I was thinking more or less of uh, this is America, and this is also the America that uh, Joe Biden has uh, talked about, uh, like totally uh, exonerating niggas that went to jail for weed tossing. So it was like, it was only right for him and uh, whoever's in his camp to think about, okay, well, let's get Brittany Griner the fuck up out of Russia. So that's how I looked at it. Like, I, for me, I feel like um, it's a win-win situation. It's a win situation for Brittany Griner, and it's a win-win situation for everybody who um, is, um, I guess, mesmerized by the Biden fucking uh, president. Because they're definitely going to be like, well, yeah, not only did you know, he try to, um, you know, make weed legal and, and free a bunch of niggas, he got Brittany Gardner. You know, I, 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 I looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, at the same time, I do respect the Brittany Gardner one. Like, like I said, you you made a mistake. Like I said before, like, hey, you made a mistake, and you gotta live with that shit. But if these niggas gonna push the bells and whistles for you to get the fuck out of there, who am I to complain? Right. Get the fuck out of there. Right. I'm not gonna be like, no, don't take me. I'll stay. Like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna be like, what time the plane leaves? Yeah. I'll I'll be there. 
don't you worry, I'll be there. So, did you see the video that, that they um she cut her hair off? Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was real different. She, she cut her hair off because she's trashy. <clears throat> Bitch ain't had no weed in a long ass time. <laughs> she didn't wait to go off. Right. She she take it. But the first thing she did when she touched down was blow some weed. You know what? And that's one thing because I put that on. I put that on Facebook. I'm a. I'm gonna read what I said on Facebook because Andrew Cardwell, we all know who that clown is. But he said something like, "Well, you right, you right." So he said, <clears throat> "Now, Brittany Griner, don't you even touch a cigarette?" So I elaborated. I said. Not a cigarette, e-cigarette, hookah, CBD, opiates, prescription drugs, over-the-counter drugs, under-the-counter drugs, back-alley drugs, designer drugs, legal drugs, video game drugs, AI drugs, nothing. You take a baby aspirin and it's on site. So, yeah. She needs to say, Fuck all that bullshit. I'm in the land of the free, bitch. Roll me up (laughs) one. Nah, she, she needs to stay far away from that shit. Fuck that. We did all this just for you to be back on your bullshit. Nope. Nope. I, man, get the okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> man, she been eating pussy. Don't even worry about that, my nigga. She been eating pussy since the day she got in that motherfucker. Well, she's married. She might have. Uh... Cause she big and tall with dreadlocks, and she got a deep voice. Most of the motherfuckers thought she was transgender and might slipped in there with a dick, like. I Fuck did not here. even know how she sounded. Like, I guess I've never heard her talk. But I was like, who? Because I saw that video of her on the plane. I'm like, who is talking for her? But then today, I saw videos, or not videos, I saw pictures of her, which are old pictures because she got the dreads, but it's pictures of her with her shirt off. So I was like, so she done had top surgery too? So yeah, but and you can't. Even, whoever did her top surgery did a great job because she didn't scar. You can't even see it. So I didn't know none of that. Like she for real, she's for real, for real about this. So yeah. Well, that bitch before I'm, I am. I'm, I'm not gonna keep calling you a bitch, Brittany. But <laughs> that big nigga before like before she went to jail. <laughs> That, that big nigga looked like he had a huge dick. <laughs> that nigga looked like he was packing a fucking monster. Oh my god. Bring it with a monster. Lord Jesus. Mm. Yeah, just imagine you you coming home, you thinking it's all good, and you and, and you pull them motherfucking basketball shorts down and that motherfucker got a fucking petite pussy. <laughs> Big as that motherfucker is, <laughs> she, she got a petite butt. Oh God! All right, hold on. So I'm gonna share my screen. Don't be upset. Because <laughs> these are some of the um, <laughs> these are some of the um tweets that people put out um after hearing about the release. Can you see my screen? Yeah. Okay. So this one, <laughs> this one is a picture of Future texting, and it says, "About to text every stud I know." So happy Briner, so happy Brittany Griner is out. <laughs> and then this one, Lord Jesus, I. 
Okay, so ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so for, out of hand for, that one. for anybody <laughs> that nobody's talking about. For anybody that's listening, um, I'm playing the video of that video of the studs doing that walk in place for Brittany Griner. So somebody tweet somebody tweeted the video again. Hold and, on real quick. Uh huh. So somebody tweeted the video again and they wrote all those studs from that Bone Studs in Harmony video better be waiting at the airport to meet Brittany Griner back home. I'm fucking weak. I'm so weak. Cause not stu- not Bone Studs in Harmony. I can't. So then we have another one that says. <clears throat> Studs up 1 million points. Our king, Brittany Griner, has been released. And then, Brittany Griner freed. Now, the U.S. is the only country with studs again. Mm-mm-mm. Nah, Germany got a bunch of studs, too. Don't get it twisted. There's studs everywhere. I mean, I didn't know that U.S. was unique to that. But I was like, okay. So then um, the next one is Brittany Griner's renting out Disneyland for studs tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's, it's really funny because y'all niggas think Brittany fuck with studs. Brittany be fucking with bad bitches. Y'all got Brittany fucked up. No, nah, the studs are the homies. The Y'all studs are the homies. Fuck that shit. She ain't giving a fuck about the homies. <laughs> she about to show off these bad bitches. The fuck? You get out of prison, and yeah, you gonna chill with your niggas that first night. That's what she did. She chilled with her studs. First night, got high as fuck. You know what she doing right now? Around some bad bitches. Well, she's married. She's gonna be around her wife. The fuck? <laughs> Man, she around some bad bitches and her wife. The fuck? She deserved that. Oh, Jesus. Her wife should be like, yeah, you should have a bunch of bitches to look at. Yeah. So then this one says... Come on, man. You know the pussy she was eating and, 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 and that Russian prison was foul? <laughs> oh, jeez. She ain't some bad bitches. Well, I would like to believe... She had a cute Russian bitch that was like, me wash, me wash socks for you. And like, she was cute, <laughs> but the bitch smelled like onions and shit. She was fucking with this hoe. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, Disrespect Lord. Disrespect Britney like that shit. <laughs> she got a plethora of bitches right now. Lord Jesus. I would hope that she was celibate this whole time. Cause she's married. She I was selling like, a bit of that pussy. That's what she was doing. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. So then this one says, Brittany Griner wife 
getting so much strap tonight. I'm jealous as hell. <laughs> this getting tight down. <laughs> Brittany been locked up so long, she fucking around and want some pipes. Like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, fuck that shit. Work this little petite pussy out. <laughs> <laughs> Russian got the plug back. <laughs> what we get, Geronimo? Damn, damn it, man! Damn it, man! That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right. So then this one says, "Brittany Griner is free. Studs everywhere. Cheer and loud as fuck." <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they tweeted the video again of the studs, and it said, it worked. Hashtag BG free. That damn, but that damn stud video took the cake. And I cannot, it worked. But I can't believe this motherfucker said bone studs and harmonies. This one right now, here. Now that shit was funny as fuck. This Bones one right here. Bones stuck at home and took me the fuck out. <laughs> Did you see the one though? Like this, this, the one that sent me, like the one that really made me realize niggas ain't shit on Twitter. What? It was a dude that said, "How in the fuck are we trading a big man for a shooter? That's why we. That's why we be struggling in the Olympics." Like you gotta, a big man ain't gonna supply points. You gotta have a shooter. Oh well, okay, I get it. Damn, damn. Yeah, you didn't get it because you're a woman, <laughs> and you barely watch basketball. But right. Like, I ain't played in twenty some years. Me. Like, you know what I'm saying? They like, watch sports. It was like, oh, that shit was fun. Yeah, like I ain't played in twenty some years. Um, Ashton says. <clears throat> Would love to see her face when she sees that stud praise dance. You an asshole, man. You know what's gonna happen. Her. 
Yeah, especially the one that played her. Like, she was tall, light-skinned, lanky with dreads and everything. Like, it was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She turned around like, see what happens to us? See what they do to us? (laughs) Us tall, manly-looking bitches. Right. They they fuck us over. Man. Man, get the short end of the stick every time. But, yeah. That's the crazy. And I'm 6'9". I don't understand it. Dude, dude, that that praise dance. Fuck, I get the short end of the stick, bitch. I'm, I'm taller than your daddy, and y'all, and y'all stuck me in prison. Right, right. So, <clears throat> but yeah, she's home. So, um, I hope she, I hope she, uh, you know, puts it to use. You know, you know, get a book deal out of it. Get a couple of um, paid interviews out of it because people people are intrigued. They want they want to know it, you know. So get get your money. That's all I can say about it. Get your. It's about to be two thousand twenty three. Britney Gardner, get a weed strand. They call it the Soviets. <laughs> <laughs> it sells uh, nothing but vapes. Dude, that too, and I bet you it'd be one of the highest trends sold. I'm a buy. Yeah, yeah, and I bet you, I bet you, Bone Studs and Harmony will definitely support. So, <laughs> so yeah. Man. Can you can you imagine hearing that in the rap song? Like me and my niggas got off that sober uh, that that Soviet. What's up, comrade? Right. Like, he'd be like, what the fuck? Man. Shit is popping. So Glenn said, so Brittany, do they shave in Oh, Lord. Do they shave in Russia? Wouldn't you like to know, Glenn? <laughs> 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 hey, ladies and gentlemen. We love Glenn. Glenn has been a phenomenal um part of this show since it started and this nigga's got a fetish with hairy pussy that's just <laughs> baffling me as a man. It's his thing. You can't knock him. Everybody has their thing. You know. Everybody has their thing. <clears throat> but in in a worst case scenario, if um Brittany ever heard this and like she chimed in like fuck it. I'm gonna say, pussy always hairy. Like this nigga was sitting a bunch of heart emojis. <laughs> <laughs> right, he'll be like, my nigga, and look at Glenn. He says, I love it. Yeah, we gonna keep Glenn in our prayers. Exactly. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Thoroughly wash your face, Glenn. Just thoroughly wash your face. <laughs> like immediately. Like right after you're done. Don't let it linger. But anyway, so Yeah, so that's Brittany. Um, shout out to her. She's home. Um next up <clears throat> Um, we have we're moving on to the uh fuckery part of the evening is uh R. Kelly. 
before we move on, Gwen says it's beard conditioner. Pause. All right, so R. Kelly. <laughs> Yeah, it's beard conditioner if you're a fucking Neanderthal. What the fuck are we talking about? This is 2023 and everything doesn't smell like a fish market, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> they move on. Yeah. yeah. So, um, to the fuckery part of the evening. Yeah. Um, R. Kelly. R. Kelly released a album 13 tracks called I Admit It and the album was released Friday morning and by Friday afternoon it was snatched off of every streaming platform there is um did you catch it before it got uh taken away only thing I caught was via black Twitter, shout out to via black Twitter, was a, uh, a, a segment of the I Admitted song mm-hmm. where he was like, he had dated older women and young women. And for them to say he's a pedophile, that's wild. And I was like, what in the fuck? Did you even write that for my nigga? <laughs> yeah. So what, what I, in the, <clears throat> where in the world were you thought that was gonna help you? And then I remembered this is the same nigga that was like define young. Yeah. Um. Now when when I first saw it on Instagram, I was just like, you know, that I admit song sounds familiar. Cause they played a clip of it when they were on the blogs when they were talking about him releasing the album, but he released that song like four years ago. But now it's an album, and <clears throat> I was just like, man, I'm not about to go listen to that shit. And then um, I was talking to Duran, shout out to Duran, and he was in the middle of listening to it, and it got snatched. Like, literally in the mm. middle of him listening to it. So, I was just like, you know, I'm not about to give, the, I'm not about to give him no light or no streams or nothing like that for that bullshit. I would prefer us talk about people that got released on Friday who are unproblematic and are very, very talented as well. Like, did you know SZA's new album came out? <laughs> that came out Friday? Um... <clears throat> the super group of Mount Westmore, which consists of Snoop, Ice Cube, E-40, and um, Too Short. That came out yesterday. And A Boogie with a, with the Hoodie came out yesterday. Like, those are just three that just came out yesterday, and ain't nobody talking about them. Because everybody was fucking talking about R. Kelly. So, I was just like, yeah, I prefer to give them my streams. Oh. Uh, yeah, so Ashton said <laughs> he's going back to what we were talking about previously. He says, call it click chubby. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. He definitely had a click chubby. 
Yeah, so, with me saying all of that, yeah, I didn't listen to I Admit It, but um, a lot of people were talking about it, so, yeah. And I didn't listen to it either, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna hold you, like I said, um, I heard that from uh, via Twitter, and I didn't know that that was an old song, it, if that was an old song, like, goddamn, Kelly, like, what? You just don't know, like, you like, um... No, I'm not gonna hold my tongue. You are like um one of those rich <clears throat> white racists that feel like if they call the bitch that they raped and was like, I'm sorry, everything will be fine. Like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. <clears throat> you don't put no song out like that. Like <clears throat> you put uh, you put me uh in a situation where I have to put you in the category of uh, OJ Simpson. Like, my O.J. Simpson um, wrote the book, If I Did It. Like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. A lot of people brought up O.J. But, um, but that, yeah, that, it doesn't make any sense to me, and I get it. Like, um, nobody's never going to stop streaming R. Kelly's music that he made before he went to jail for 30 years. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to stop <laughs> doing it. I just had a conversation um, where I was like, you know, if it runs through my playlist, if it's a bop, I'm not going to turn it down because it was a bop. Like, yeah. I just, I, I'm I'm not going to allow myself to do that shit. At the same time, I'm not giving this nigga no more money. The fuck yeah. are you talking about? I'm not streaming no shitty duck. You just got convicted of being a fucking pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, you, you can't put out an album and expect me to be like, yeah, but he still make good music. I'm not buying no more of your music, my nigga. Yeah. I'm not streaming it. I'm like, no. Your old shit, yeah, it's gonna just forever be in the world. New shit, nah. You ain't, no. I'm not giving you no lawyers to to get the fuck out early, nigga. You, nah, you fucked with kids. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think my I think my sentiments are basically the same, like, cause it's it's weird it's weird with the R Kelly thing because before like I wasn't I wasn't that huge of a R Kelly fan before, like he had songs that of course are like part of the soundtrack to your life, you know, but um it wasn't like I was going to concerts it wasn't like I was buying albums I think I probably only got one. R. Kelly album that I purchased, you know, like the the old stuff my mama purchased, but me personally, I probably only bought one R. Kelly album. But um, <clears throat> yeah, he just he's never been he's never been that person for me, you know. But you're right. Like if an old song come on, I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna listen to it. You know, but the new shit, I'm cool. I'm not, no, I'm not going to listen to the new shit. Yeah, that, that's just, that should be much. Cause it, and it's so funny because I was watching something last week on YouTube and then it switched over to this, con- this R. Kelly concert. And <clears throat> I actually watched it. It was like two hours long. I didn't even know he had did this, but he did a DVD 
of a concert back in 06, and that's what this was that I was watching. And I was, like, it was entertaining. I was in, I was definitely entertained watching it, you know. Um, then I realized how bad the beats were in the early 2000s. Like, those beats in the early 2000s did not age well <laughs> at all. <laughs> that was my biggest takeaway. I was just like, whoo. Because he had, like, a whole segment where he did, like, a whole bunch of his songs that he featured on. And he did a lot of features in the early 2000s. And I was like, God, what are you doing? But, um, yeah. It, I mean, it sucks because he was extremely talented. Because it, it was also around the time when he did the In the Closet series. And he performed the In the Closet series on this concert. So, it just sucks how talented he was. And for him to go down this path really sucks. So, <clears throat> Yeah, with the old shit, especially, I mean, which sucks because he was playing in our faces with the old shit, but the old shit, yeah, I'll probably listen to and separate the person from the art, but the new shit, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, you can't, you, you can't subscribe to it anymore. Yeah. It's like, it's something that's just gonna always just be like, okay, yeah. Certain things you love from R. Kelly, like again, I've said this before. I said it again, like most uh, people who were uh, born in the, uh, the years of fucking eighty-seven to maybe ninety-six, ninety-seven. All y'all fucking graduations was I can believe I can fly. So we not gonna we not taking a we. We're not taking away from the talent. Like, the mm-hmm. talent's there. But also, the, the monster is there. Right. So, like, let's not fucking give the monster any more fire. Like, let's right. not do that. Right, right. <clears throat> it just is what it is. At the same time, if I'm going through um, my playlist and I hear, chopping up tomatoes, dipping vegetables and potatoes, I'm going to let that ride because that <laughs> shit was hard. That nigga made a whole fucking song off of being in the kitchen. Yeah. And and that's all. That nigga was. said, I'ma <laughs> fuck you on the stove by the dinner roll. Who ever in the world can say they gonna make that rhyme? You don't. You know who did? R. Kelly. Yeah. And all I can think of is that you gonna burn her ass. He didn't care. I mean, I mean, he, he was pissing on him, so right, like he didn't care. Like she probably didn't either. She probably can look at that as a war wound. I don't know, but hey, who am I to judge? But yeah, um. exactly. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Right, it's a great song. Right, but yeah, um, yeah. So. Long story short, I guess we're not as a collective listening, even if they were to bootleg it somewhere else, or if it were to come back. But no, nah, I'm not. And yeah. anybody that's listening to it now, then you know that just means that they agree with um, what R. Kelly did. I'm just keeping one hundred with you. I'm, I'm R. Kelly coded. You can separate the talent from the man all you want, but if you furthermore listen to that man then 
you are agreeing to what that man did. So, yeah. So, fuck that new R. Kelly album. Moving on. <laughs> um, next up is Boosie. Lil Boosie. Boosie Badass. Whatever he want to be called. Whatever y'all want to call him. Um, versus The Wade. Uh, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Wade's uh, daughter, Zion. Now, we all know that Boosie has been very vocal about um, the daughter, Zion, because the daughter, Zion, is trans, and now they've been in the um, in the news recently because they want to change her name legally, and now his ex-wife, who we haven't heard from during this whole situation for the most part, now she's being very vocal trying to stop it or whatnot. Um, <clears throat> but... A old interview clip resurfaced of Gabrielle Union being uh, interviewed by, I forgot what that lady's name is, but um, she's a black lady that wears braids all the time, and I think she does, uh, um, I think she does sports, I could totally be wrong. Yeah, know. she does sports. Jamel, uh, what is Jamel Jamel Hill? Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill. So she was being interviewed by Jamel Hill, and whatever they was talking about, she ended up saying sorry, Boosie, and then they went on to this whole thing suggesting that Boosie, because he's so vocal about what's going on with Zion, that he uh, may be gay. They were suggesting that he may be gay. So, um, this clip resurfaced. So, Boosie, you know, came out and said something about it. And there's actually been other people that have come out in defense of Boosie, too. So, uh, yeah. What are your thoughts about that? Because they're basically saying that, I mean, he's, he's so preoccupied with another person's feelings that he just has to be gay. I don't. I, I'm. I'm not gonna throw that jacket on Boosie. I'm not even gonna uh, do that. Um, I think um, <laughs> I be trying to find the right words to say so I won't sound like I'm wrong. But mm-hmm. I think Boosie was just being a regular. Southern ass nigga, like fuck it, like you know they have these principles, they have these morals, and half of that shit be wrong as fuck. But they have their opinion because this is via the internet. Now, what I think it happened uh, was Boosie never knew about Gabrielle saying anything about him. Uh, what a year ago, mm-hmm. and this shit is just resurfacing, and now he's just now clapping back on. At the same time, I say this. Because I know people are going to look at me wrong. But what he said about uh, 
their trans transgender uh child was, hey man, just don't cut his dick off. Like, yeah, let's let, let's just keep it one hundred. He was like, just don't cut that boy's dick off. Which I totally get. I understand. Like, let that boy experience what it's like to have a dick and let him decide when he's a grown man that he want to take his dick off. Like, there's so many things that happens. Like, even women nowadays be like, if I had a dick for a day, I would do this and do that. Let him enjoy that first before you cut that shit off. So I agreed with Bootsy on that. I don't think Bootsy uh, secretly wants dick. <laughs> like, no way, no way, shape, or form. Like, no. I just think he knows what a dick does. And he's like, hey, man, let him experience what a dick does first. Okay. That's just me. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, um, I, I I get what you're saying, and I don't I don't disagree. Don't disagree with that. Uh, it's just it's just funny because I I just remember that video when Bootsy had said that, and it's just for me it's hilarious. Uh, come on, man, don't cut his dick off, man. Like that don't shit was so off, funny. Man. Man. Just don't cut his dick off, man. Come on, man. He could be like. Come on, he'd be 16 years old and, and, and a little girl come around, man. Just you don't know, man. Just don't don't cut his, don't dick, cut off, his dick off, man. Like he he felt that one, felt that in his soul. Come on, man. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's just that, that that that's just southern mentality of what it feels like to get your dick sucked and like the jumping pussy raw. Like it, he just was he was mentally like. Mentally, he was trying to say it out loud. He just don't know how to say it intellectually. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, personally, I mean, my personal opinion is that, yeah, you, 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 you. I don't think you should go through gender reassignment surgery while you're still going through puberty. Um, puberty. Exactly. Yeah, puberty ends at like eighteen. And that's when you're technically an adult. That's when you should be making those type of decisions. Um, which, just to put that out there, they was ne- that was never on the table as far as I know to cut his dick off. So, <laughs> like, I don't think they were going to do, I don't think gender reassignment surgery was something that they were going to do or, or said they were going to do or considered or anything like that. The thing that's going on now is just changing her name, which... <clears throat> I kind of understand why people um, like her, like her birth mother is like, damn, why are you doing that now? And it does. And then on top of that, because they're trying to push her to be like the face of this community and then try to be like a model and, you know, and just like they're putting her too much into the limelight for my taste. I can see why the wife is like, or the ex-wife rather, is like, hey, y'all trying to use her for a come up. Y'all trying to get money, make money off of her and all this type of stuff, you know? So I get that. 
And then on top of that, like for real, for real, it looks like Gabrielle uses that girl like a um accessory. You know. So then that's th- then yeah. there's that. So it's a lot. It's a lot that's going on. I just personally feel like they should just leave us alone. I feel like it would be great if they left us alone and let their girl grow up as normal as she can, given her circumstance. But pushing her out there into the limelight to be the face, like I don't think I don't think she's mature enough to do that. I think that should be like somebody to be the face and to take on as much scrutiny should be handled by an adult. But who am I? Exactly. Who am I? Um but yeah, uh, you know, what's his name? Um, Mike Tyson, you know, suggested that with Bootsy when Bootsy came onto his podcast. You know, um, and then He did. He scared the shit out of Bootsy, but Bootsy um <laughs> Kept it 100, and I agree with what Boosie said. He was like, I'm just looking at it as, you know, that's a child, man. You got to let that child, like, go through um, all of the, you know what I'm saying, the transitions that that child goes through. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just be like, oh, okay. That's just like if your child woke up one day and was like, I'm going to be a dragon. And, and his whole life, you was like, no, he a dragon. Identify him as a dragon or I'm going to beat your ass. Like, yeah. You don't know what this nigga's going to do for the rest of his life. Right, right. And I'm sure there's a lot of things that we want to do that we adamant about doing and we used to adamantly say that our parents didn't get around to doing. And now that when we look back on it, we're so happy that they put their hands on us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's I look at it like that as well. Like, Because there are kids that do go through gender reassignment and it's just like, at least wait till you get out of puberty. Your your body is still changing. Why would you do something to alter that? Like you don't know you don't know where the end result of that's gonna be. You know. So, um but yeah. Um Yeah, I I know a kid personally, I know a kid that been popping that that pussy ever since they was three, four years old. Everybody in their like, even after a while, he was just saying he was gay. Come to, like, now he's, like, 16. He like, yeah, I like girls, too. Like, man, I like dudes and I like girls. But, like, if they had went on and, like, was, was piggybacking off that shit and doing all the shit that, you know, modern society does, like, who knows where this little nigga would have went. Like, maybe he would have been upset with it himself. Because y'all pushed something that he said as a kid. He don't know what his, he don't know what he's about to change up to. Right. 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 So Ashton says, I think Bootsy needs to mind his own business and worry about his own future. I, I mean, yeah, I agree with that as well. I definitely agree with that as well. Um, But in the same breath, like, you know, the waves are putting that girl out there. So people exactly. are going to have their opinion. You know, they're making it, they're making it everyone's business. You know, but he got That's enough it. kids that he can, he can definitely mind his own kids business. So, and, and I really, and I know people be trying to put that homophobic thing on him or whatnot, but I don't even think it's that, you know, 
I, and plus on top of that, he got a stud for a daughter. So I really don't think it's that. But yeah. I don't think he give a fuck about that. I think he just old school parenting where, you know, um in my house this is what we do. Yeah, you but know? he's done some problematic things with his own kids. You know. You said what? He's done some problematic things with his own kids. So, exactly. Yeah, That's what I was about to say. Like in his house in, in his house, he believes a girl's supposed to act a certain way, uh a boy's uh supposed to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the problematic things that you know everybody brings up is you know uh, when when his boy was what 15, 16 years old he made sure he got his dick sucked by a grown woman mm-hmm. now in any given Sunday how you slice that you like oh shit that sound like you had somebody molest your boy. Yeah. That's what happened. At the same time I say that, most heterosexual males is going to be like, fuck nah, that's how, you, that's how that shit started, you know. Every nigga have, you know what I'm saying, the, I ain't going to say every nigga, but majority of niggas have the stigma of they knocked off a grown woman when they was young. And that's a problem. That is a problem, but it happened, and the the bad part about that is nobody looks at that like they look at, you know, uh, a 14-year-old girl getting getting hit by a 20-year-old male. Like, you know, we all look at that like that's molestation, that's rape. When it happens to a boy, we kind of give the boy praises. So, right. and it's wrong. Across we the have board. to we we got to look at uh, how our design is and how our design is flawed, and really have to you know come up with a core basis that's equal. Like mm-hmm. we don't have a core basis that's equal. So right. I can see um, Boosie being that kind because, um, especially as a heterosexual male, we just think you know having sex is a conquest. For any age. And that's where the problem lies. Because you, you don't have an in or out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, if we, we as men, we need to reevaluate how we think when it comes to sexual behavior, when it comes to uh, just youth and us, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, and that, And it sucks that that's how society is but that's that's how society is and it's been like that for a really long time you know yeah and yeah because people because men don't even be realizing that like they are being seduced and molested and raped by these older women you know you don't think that you know what happens it's so crazy because like when uh of of fucking eighth grader tells on his teacher for molesting him. It's grown ass man to be like, shit, I wouldn't have said shit. I would have just kept on getting that pussy. What if I didn't want this pussy, Miss Gray? Yeah. Hey, come on, man. Stop 
pulling your pants down, Miss Buttons. I'm fine. Right. Right. But like, you, you know, remember, like, like when you look into the bigger picture of it, it's horrible. Yeah. But yeah. men don't think like that. Right. But you remember that teacher? So for Boosters, be like, yeah, I had this grown ass bitch suck my nigga's dick. Cause that's my boy. I wanted to make sure he knew what his dick felt like to be sucked. Most niggas high five that shit. Right. And he and I mean he thought that was okay because he said it. You know what I'm saying? Like he if he if he knew that wasn't okay, he wouldn't have, he probably wouldn't have did it. And if he would have did it, he wouldn't have said it. You know what I'm saying? Because we live in a society. Nah, he, wouldn't I, he wouldn't have did no shit like that. Yeah, but we live in a society where that's okay. Well, where some people think that's okay, but that was horrible. It was it would have never been okay. But um, you remember that teacher that um, it was like in the nineties, I want to say, where she was she was married, but she was having sex with her middle school student. I think the boy was like thirteen, yeah. fourteen years old, and then she um she went to jail, got out, and she ended up getting pregnant by him. And had a kid. Yeah, I remember up, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And then she, she ended up dying a few years ago. But, yeah, you know that that didn't come out because he told on her. That came out because he was telling his friends. Like, he, I mean, they thought it was fine. They thought it was okay, you know? Right. So, it was, it was that was terrible. That was terrible because they ended up getting married and everything. Like they was raising their kids together, all that, all the way up until she died. Yeah, they lived a happy ass life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until she passed, our thirteen year old dick. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. That was terrible, but, but yeah. So that's um Boosie and the Wave. So, um, the final story is, um, Deion Sanders. So, Deion Sanders, who has been the head coach for the past three years at Jackson State um, University, which is a HBCU in Mississippi, um, he has now taken a position at Colorado as the head coach at Colorado, um, Colorado State, I believe. And people are up in arms about this. Um, they are mad. They are mad. They are mad. Um, I don't even think he was making a million dollars. He may have been making. Matter of fact, he, he wasn't even making a million. No, I think he was making like 375000 yeah. at um, Jackson State. Which he used part of it to get some upgrades to the school, and um, yeah, he was making he was making one point two, and he was supposed to make one point two million in a contract. What it was was it was like three hundred thousand uh, each uh, each year. And out of that three hundred thousand, he was sacrificing one hundred and fifty thousand to like um, do things for uh, not only the school, the facilities, but the yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, there was it was supposed to be incentives. On top of that, he never got his incentives. 
Um, and Colorado has offered him five million. Has offered him a five million dollar contract. Um, now they di- he did get a counter offer. He got a counter offer at the last minute for a million dollars. But in the million dollars, he had to pay his staff. So, yeah. Oh, and then Colorado is offering him incentive on top of that five million dollars. So, oh yeah. Um, people are ridiculously up in arms about this. Uh, I'm gonna read a couple of a couple of things that uh we kind of already said, but just to make sure we hit everything. Um, let's see. With Jackson State on the cusp of the SWAC title game on Saturday. Sources told ESPN Pete Thermal that Coach Deion Sanders has been preparing to exit in order to take the head coaching job at Colorado. Multiple sources told ESPN that Sanders and his associates have spent the week making calls to both potential members of the on-field coaching staff and support staff positions to join them in Boulder. Internally at Colorado, according to sources, the support staff has been seen preparing materials for Sanders' hire. There is a widespread expectation in the building that Sanders will arrive there this weekend, although the staff has not been told formally. And um, another person said, according to my source, JSU is in, in the hot seat for misuse of football funds. Individuals were stealing money from football program by moving it to general funds slash scholarships. Basically, stealing from Prime and players. 80% of why Deion Sanders is leaving. This will be the next breaking news. You heard it from me first. And the plot thickens. Let's run this down. JSU put in Deion's contract um, that after $30,000 ticket sales, he will receive a percentage of the sales. That didn't happen the whole time he was there. The ticket sales uh, got missing. Dion, the football team, nor the staff saw any of that money. There was a lucrative TV deal in place that Dion wanted to get, but the university did not. Dion, with his own money, built a new locker room and tennis courts. All the new designs, um, Dion's pockets. The new players' lounge, Dion's. He also used his own money to feed his players. All of the fancy meals you saw the players eating, Dion's. When JSU went to the Celebration Bowl last year, the school didn't want to give money back to athletics. Dion used a lot of his personal money to fund numerous things around campus. The university did not help. The president wanted his name in the headlines as much as Dion's. Dion wanted to coach the Celebration Bowl last year. JSU president said no, and the Celebration Bowl was sold out. The jury is still out on if he will or not. The last-minute offer was made for $1 million for Dion to stay, but he had to pay his staff out of that. There was no new offer made after the first year of success. So, yeah. So yeah, with all of that, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, out of that, um, we are all forgetting that Deion Sanders, the a 
amazing athlete that he was made a song called Must Be the Money. Must be the money. Yeah. Why my clothes is about all that shit. Listen. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere in the world. Y'all think Dion was gonna keep getting pigeonheaded when somebody was offering him money. Now to my woke brothers, because you know, I've been seeing y'all and y'all said a lot of things and y'all was talking about how, you know, he basically lied to the H BU. No, he didn't. He told y'all straight out that um if he was to be approached by a D1 college, excuse me, that he would entertain it. And he is. He's entertaining it to the fullest. So, why are y'all mad for this nigga doing exactly what he said he was going to do? Not only that, like, let's get into the formalities of it. Um, Everything y'all said y'all was going to do for me, y'all didn't do. For three years. Um, with with this contract that I got now, not only um, am I getting $5 million, but I'm also uh, allowed to like bring whoever the fuck I want to over here. That's including staff and players. Like if 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 y'all haven't been paying attention to anything, he told the players, if you know what's good for you, you might as well jump into the portal. So he's telling them, if you can't perform like the motherfuckers I'm about to bring up here, then you might as well jump in that portal, try to get second, third round picks, because you ain't as good as these niggas I'm bringing. So if you mad at Dion for that, you just you just one of them weird niggas that swear y'all woke, but y'all don't really know how a process is. You know, it it'd be amazing for Dion Sanders and Colorado to work out something so efficiently that not only does he hire his staff, which is black, he gets majority of his good players, which is black. Which will allow because they they uh, Colorado only has like one point seven percent black people in there in, in in that facility, but with Deion Sanders being there and his players being there, will allow them to get more black people in there. Like, how is this not a win win? How is this not? It's a bunch of black people in Colorado. It's a lot of black people in Colorado to go to college. But only 1.6% of Colorado University is black. Watch how quick that changed. So how is Dion making a bad decision? I don't think he's making a bad decision at all. I think it's, I think it's a 
Coach yeah, I, I just decision. don't understand these niggas. Like, yeah, how's that a bad decision? And then from from what you just said, and what I've uh, I've also heard about uh, HBUs as far as um how the money gets uh, played out through them because a lot of them are uh, have been going under because they're they're government based now, where they're they're basically the public schools of colleges. Like, unless you got enough money to, like, change that, then why you don't, know what I'm saying? What, what, what's the bad decision that he made? Yeah. But, you know, um, at least, like, when I was going to college and I was looking at colleges to go to and whatnot, I looked at a couple of HBCUs, and it, for one, the ones that I was looking at were private, and private tuition is more expensive than state. And um, then they do rely on um, assistance. They do rely a lot on assistance. Um, and that's probably the reason why they were needing uh, uh, government funding. You know what I'm saying? Because some of them did go under. And, and then you hear the horror stories about them misappropriating funds and whatnot. So, and then um, attendance is not as high. And then there's some of them where they've kind of turned into, like, you forget that they're HBCUs because they look like PWIs now, you know. So, it's it's a lot. It's a lot that's going on. And with Dion going to Jackson State, it was a great look. And it got them to the point where ESPN is now playing HBCU sports, you know. So that, I mean, what he did was great. But nobody, like, if you were under the impression thinking that that man was going to stay under those conditions the whole time that he was going to be coaching, you out your mind. Like, everybody goes, I mean, not everybody, but... I would think that everybody would consider a better option, even if you do change up, even if you don't go, you know what I'm saying? I would think you would at least look at it to see or and weigh your options to see if it would be a good idea. You know what I mean? But, and then, um, winners know how to win. Yeah. He wasn't winning there. Yeah. Like I watched this one person, um, do an interview about it. And they were just talking about how um, basically Dion used HBCUs um, because what he wanted was to become a coach, but he didn't want to be an assistant coach. He wanted to get, he wanted to just come in the game as a head coach. And wasn't nobody going to let him come in the game as a head coach. So he went to an HBCU as a head coach. And basically proved himself so that he could go to somewhere else and get the and get more money and come in as a head coach. But they were saying that like it was a bad thing. I'm like, I don't see why that would be wrong. I mean, he went and got the experience. Like y'all saying he need experience to do this job. He went and got the experience and now he's coming back. Like I didn't see that as a bad thing. Like a regular job, sometimes that's what they require for you to have experience. You can't come in the gate. And then he did, but, but Dion didn't do that. Like, man, Dion. Nobody remembers when Dion was coaching 
he was head coach in high school football for yeah, a long time. Like a minute. Like that that's that's how he got his voice so trained. He started coaching high school football. He built a winning reputation. And that's how he landed the job. And then he went there and built up a winning reputation. And then he went somewhere else. That's called improvement. Yeah. I don't know what these woke niggas is looking at when they be like, he should have stayed at HBCU and he should have been this. And sometimes it ain't about the money. I get it. Sometimes it ain't about the money. But you know what's different? When you spending your own money. Right. Right. When you start spending your own money, guess what you start looking for? Cushion. Yeah. I know that for a fact. I have a business. When I get to spending my own money, I got to look for cushion. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you niggas, man. You niggas need to realize that the biggest mistake Dion did was staying at Jackson State for so long when he knew he was getting fucked. Well, I don't think he stayed there that long. It was only three seasons. It was three seasons. He knew he was getting fucked after the first one. True. True. Um, another person, I mean, another th- another point this person made was um, <clears throat> how kids were coming to the school for him to play. Like, they were specifically coming so that they could play under him, and now he's leaving. I was thinking, like, well, shoot, they still got time. They can still try to make it over to Colorado, like exactly, and then and and I'm just if like they good enough, they gonna get on. Yeah, and I'm just like you know, shit happens. Like that's with any job, cause like what if you were, what if it's, what if this was the pros, and you were to go to the Chiefs, and because you wanted to play under the head coach, and now that play now that head coach is retiring, are you gonna be mad, like? Exactly. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know? So, I don't know. You still got to play your damnedest. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I just thought that, I just think that people are just, like, trying to put too much on Dion for making this move. I mean, like, I can see why the optics will look crazy. Because, I mean, you're leaving a black school for a white school. But... When you get when you get down to it, it's like he's leaving one opportunity for another opportunity, for I mean for a more lucrative opportunity, and I don't I just don't see I just don't see that being that much of an issue that they're making it. Again, let's let's let's, let's take the whole fucking uh, wool over everybody's eyes and 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 tell people this: just because you a nigga. Don't mean you a nigga. He worked for this school. He was promised shit. He was denied that shit. He had to spend his own money to make that school look like it was worth something. Yeah. Why the fuck would I continue to stay here? Yeah. He was in a bad relationship. Some of you niggas in bad relationships now. 
Get the fuck out of there. Dion showed you what it is to be in, get out of bad relationships. Sometimes it takes a white bitch from Colorado. <laughs> you know, another, get out of that shit. Another person uh, that I watched talk about this situation made a great, great, great point. He was like, you know, some of you bitches leave jobs for an extra $2 an hour, but y'all mad at Dion. I was like, ooh, that's a point. That's a point. Now, I would I keep it 100 because everybody knew how I stood on that. Every nigga got an opinion about motherfucking Deion Sanders for leaving Jackson, Mississippi. Ain't none of you niggas said shit about Brett Favre. Right. Right. So we already know what this program's woke quote, unquote, unwoke niggas are. Right. Like, you niggas is weird. Like, y'all don't say nothing about the white boy fucking the shit out of Mississippi. Right. But y'all mad at a nigga that went for more money to be a coach? Right. Right. Yeah, y'all can suck my dick on that. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, shout out to Dion. <laughs> Shout out to Dion. He did. He did what he thought. Great things, Dion. I, I don't see nothing but great things. Like, yeah, the way he talked to them boys. I, excuse me. Take that lie. I, I can't call them boys. The way you talked to them men, and y'all told, and you told those men, hey, if you don't got what it takes, because I watched y'all. He kept it real. He said, y'all been losing for ten years, for a decade. So if you still think y'all gonna live like that under my regime, you might as well jump on the portal. Get the fuck up out of here. Cause he about to be on some different shit. This the same nigga that bitches his own kids. Mm-hmm. If they ain't playing right, nigga, guess who ain't playing the next game? Right. This is that's that's Dion De- is a winner. Right. At the at the extreme end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what you're not going to do is make me look crazy. I I, I just want to see that man win. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably like, what y'all not going to do is make me look crazy, kids included. Y'all can sit down. Y'all can sit down. Arguably one of the best athletes of all time. You just got to keep it real. This nigga played two sports. Yeah. He's the only man in history that scored a home run and a touchdown in the same week. Nobody can say that but Deion Sanders. No, Bo Jackson didn't do that? No. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean you gotta you gotta give it to Dion, you know what I'm saying? And he's and he's killing it as a coach. You know what I mean? So, you know, shout out shout out to Dion, you know. Um and then you know, this might open some this might open some doors even more. Him going to a D one school might open some doors for more black coaches, for more black head coaches in the in the college. You know what I'm saying? Like you just never know what this could do. You know? Cause he already did wonders at HBCU. Look what could happen, you know? That's just like and I mean it's probably it probably was people that felt this type of way. But just like when Jackie Robinson went to the Dodgers after he was in right. uh, the Negro League, 
I'm sure there was a lot of people that was tripping about that. But he did it. And he was he was yeah. good at it. You know what I'm saying? Like it opened a lot Let of doors. That man be great. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So shout out to Dion. Um, yeah. So now we are on to our fucked up songs of the podcast. This week's fucked up songs is uh Black Street. Um, don't leave. And it was off of their nineteen ninety six album. Excuse me. Another level. I wanna say it was ninety six. Yeah, ninety six. So it's Don't Leave Me. Um, did you wanna read it? I'm I'm looking uh looking this shit up now. Okay. And I can text it to you if you want me to. No, I got it. Okay. All right. So whenever you're ready. All right, y'all. Okay. I'll talk in my smooth, late night, AM, R&B tone, as a curly-haired, big-nosed white Jew. Shout out to Kanye. Uh, <laughs> let's get into these lyrics. Okay. <coughs> so, <coughs> the answer. No baby, no baby, no baby. No, no. If you take your love away from me, I'll go crazy. I'll go insane. Verse 1. You got your problems, baby, and I got mine. Let's just spend it all by putting it together. Yeah. When you say you love me, it don't mean a thing. If you cared, you'd be there like you used to be. Yeah. I'm searching for the words to make you realize that I really, really want you to stay. Oh. Tears of frustration I hold inside. But if you walk away, you'll make this grown man cry. Don't Boom. leave. Don't leave. Don't leave me, girl. Don't leave. Please stay with me tonight. Don't leave me, girl. Please stay with me too. Verse 2. Forget my pride, girl. I'm begging you. You're my heart. You're my soul. You've got so much control. My love runs deeper than the ocean and the sea. But if you sail away, you'll take the center seat from me. Chorus, don't leave. Don't leave me, girl. Please stay with me tonight. Don't leave me, girl. Please stay with me, too. Interlude, which is just a bunch of saxophones. <laughs> All it is, is saxophones. Read it. Stay, stay, 
say, stay right here with me forever. Say, 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 stay right here with me forever. If you take your love away from me, I'll go crazy. Craving, crazy insane. If you take your love away from me, I'll go crazy. I'll go insane. If you take your love away from me, I'll go crazy. I'll go insane. I'll go. No, no, no. No, baby. No, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, that was <laughs> Don't Leave Me Girl by a Black Street. Sung by, well, not even sung, read by Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> out of Michigan, Minnesota. Hell no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Lord have mercy. <laughs> if you take your love away from me, I'm going crazy. I'll go crazy. 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 Insane. I used to love that song. Man. Played it on repeat. I'm begging you. Yeah, yeah, that was hard. That song was on repeat. But that was stalkerish as fuck. It was what? What? What word did you use? Stalkerish. What is that? Um, for me, mm-hmm. listening to this song again because you saying it's the fucked up uh song for us for the podcast. I'm like, damn, as much as I love this song when I was growing up, I realized, like, she don't want this nigga. No. She don't want it. Like, get the fuck away. Why are you still bothering me? It reminded me of how my life was in the early 2010s. This bitch didn't want me. And I stayed there. That was hella stalkerish. That was wrong. Okay, so you're saying stalker. Okay. I didn't know what she was saying. I'm like, what word is that? Okay, gotcha. Stalker. Um, yeah, yeah, it could very much so be stalkerish, um, but it sounds like begging and pleading, it sounds like, uh, he really fucked up. Sounds like he royally. Nah, fucked he, ain't, he didn't fuck up. That nigga didn't fuck up at all. He just a nigga she don't want no more. He sound like every nigga to be like, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, but it always stems because they fucked up royally. Nah, I don't think he fucked up. I just think he was too too much of a uh, simp. I'm, I, so you I think she just woke up one morning like, and was like, Nah, because yeah. he didn't say anything about him fucking up. You we know how R&B love songs go. He didn't say shit about he fucked up. But you think he she said, just woke up one morning? You got your problems, baby. And I got mine. Yeah, because he's throwing that, it back that, on that, her. That's not saying we. I'm cheating. Yeah, because he don't want to flat out say he was cheating. He's, he's just saying, well, shit, you got problems too. But I got mine. 
And so let's just spend them all by putting them together. Like, I'm not trying to leave you because you got your problems too. That's what that sounded like yeah. to me. I, I can see certain. I, I can I can see certain women trying to say it like that. Like, nah, he said that because he was cheating. Nah, he said that because he was a simp. That's this is a simp fucking song. Because listen to the second verse. Yeah, forget my pride, girl. Because he's begging. That's why he's saying forget my pride, girl. I'm begging you. He said you. forget my pride, girl. I'm begging you. Yeah. You're my heart. You're my soul. You got so, you much, got so much control. That nigga's not cheating. This nigga said, please don't leave. Please, please, please. Please, he's he doing the march. Jada, please, 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 Jada, please. Like, this nigga's not. That, that he ain't doing nothing extra. I said, said he fucked up. I said he fucked up. I said he fucked up. I didn't necessarily say he cheated. I said he fucked up. He royally fucked up. Nah, he didn't fuck up. He, yeah, he fucked up. He fucked up because he was born to this bitch. But I don't think she woke up one morning this and was just song. like, eh. You said what? I don't think she woke up one morning and was like, eh, I'm ready to go. I don't think that's what it was. It could it could be no, so it could be on some you're boring me. It could have been on that. But the thing is about women is that we're not gonna wake up one morning and be like, fuck this shit, I'm out. We're going to tell you, we're going to give you so many clues, you're going to ignore them, and then we have to do something drastic like fuck this shit, I'm out. But it we don't wake up on that. You know what I mean? Like I ain't saying y'all is. I'm saying this nigga was continuing to do the same shit, which was boring, and she said, shit, I'm out. I can't do this no more. And this nigga said, forget my pride, cuz I'm begging you. Nah, I'm done. I'm done with your boring ass, nigga. I mean, what is she supposed to do? Like, she didn't, she didn't gave so many, gave so many chances. I ain't saying she's supposed to do nothing. I'm not faulting the woman at all. I'm saying this is a simp nigga song. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, telling everybody, we, everybody has been a simp. Yeah. If you love like this song, be. it's because at one point in your life you was a simp. Well, I love the simp. song at twelve. I don't think I was a simp at twelve. Yeah, but you played a simp once, and so you can relate to it. I don't think I, I don't think I beg nobody to don't leave though. You didn't, but a bunch of niggas did, and you know how they did. They played. They the song. did that <laughs> the same shit in the song, and then they said some crazy shit like, "I'll fucking kill myself if you leave me." <laughs> She's like, "Oh my god, let me not do that," because now she got a bad conscience. Like, damn, what if I do fuck Drake and this nigga shoot himself in the face? And you can't play that game with people. You gotta just let them folks go. You got to. Yeah. But that's not fair. Backstreet, Backstreet played a song. They made a song, rather, for niggas to do this type of weird shit. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. This nigga's lyrics was forever, forever. Stay with me. This nigga 
man, because she was like literally walking out the door. Yeah, he's pulling this on her luggage. What they do, what 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 they don't know is the extended version is this nigga's like, I kill myself, bitch. <laughs> bitch, I swear to God, <laughs> I blew my brains out. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, this is yeah, this is the shit. This is the vibe <laughs> you getting from this dog. Stay with me forever. I wish we could play. Let's do it. Bitch, I kill us both. Like, this is, this is the shit that you was in. Lord. Please don't do that, guys. If somebody want to leave, let them go. Please. Yeah, you'll Please. live to find me. somebody that is, that is for you. That person just ain't for you. But let everybody leave. I see. Safely. Yeah, I mean, because the realization of it is like, dude, if you serious about killing yourself and you off yourself because this girl's going to leave you, you know how she's going to feel better? She's going to ride the dick of the nigga she left you for. Then y'all still not going to be together. You're going to be dead. And you're going to be dead. And she's going to be like, I'm so sad. Why getting plunged from the back? <laughs> oh, Lord. Ain't even, ain't even working, my G. It's not working. Mm, mm, mm. That's tough. Stay with me forever. Yeah. I love you so much, Greg. <laughs> Bitch, my name right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to reality, my nigga. <laughs> yep. And where are you? Dead. Good and dead. Dead, dead. Like, she getting digged <laughs> down the day of your funeral, bruh. Like, let her go. <laughs> Before the funeral and after. Right. That's the repass. Like, <laughs> That is the repass. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga giving a repass dick. <laughs> what can you do about that? You can't do nothing. <laughs> she gonna fuck around and cry on that dick. Right. <laughs> what you eat at the repass, dick? <laughs> Did they have and dark I'm meat sure or light meat? who has lost their life in this Romeo and Juliet scenario. But my God, my nigga, like, it doesn't change anything. No, it doesn't. Did they have dark meat or light meat? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Just let her go. Let her go. So, yeah. Um, I don't have any final thoughts. So, Jerry's final thoughts? Uh, Jerry's final thoughts. I'm going to go off topic. Because um, I know we talked about a lot of things and I can get into that scenario, but I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to say y'all know what time it is. Uh, we about to go into 2023. Uh, in the process of going to this new year, y'all know what time it is. 
uh, it's around December. You know what we shouldn't do, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, start cheating when we ain't got no money. Uh, you motherfuckers who are out here, hardball cheating and living up under another motherfucker. Or some big dick niggas. And I, I'm, I'm just like, and I'm including you bitches too, because y'all really think that a motherfucker's gonna allow y'all to hibernate under them. Why you fucking somebody else? You niggas are bound to be homeless in 2023, and that's supposed to be the year where um, we supposed to really make some good money. Like, we're in so, uh, so much of a uh, technology surge and uh, independent uh, business surge that you know what you're going to need? A home front, my nigga. You might not want to fuck the bitch that, 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 that only serves fries at Popeye's when, when it's going to cause you to lose the bitch that been in the call center for 15 years and, make, and making $24 an hour. Like, you might want to stop doing that when you're not working at all. Mm. Like, let's, let's be one. And that goes for you bitches, too. You bitches that's living off a nigga, that nigga that working forward, stop fucking your next-door neighbor, man, because if he find out, you're going to be on the street, and your next-door neighbor barely pays rent. That's why y'all able to fuck all the time. Like, this nigga is not doing nothing productive. Um, with that being said, <laughs> love yourself and others and stay out of this fucking cold because you wanted to bust a nut. <laughs> yeah, you went I left with that one. <laughs> Yep, you went left with that one, but it needed to be said. Yeah, this shit baffles me, man. Yeah. I, I, I just, I just don't understand why around this time, um, infidelity rates rise so much, and I'd be like, how? <laughs> what the fuck? And it's cold outside. Be like that. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know that really life. Want to be like, I, I don't understand. I've seen niggas and women do the same shit. Being a fucking uh, early to late thirties, moving back in with their brother, their mama, or their sister, because they didn't got caught doing some bullshit around this time. Like, what are you thinking? Hmm. And then the person you're doing it with ain't got a window or a pot. So you can't they ain't telling you nothing. They like shit. I don't know how you gonna do it. And you still fucking them niggas. Mm-hmm. This nigga picking you up in the cold on a moped, and you still going to get this nigga pussy. <laughs> right. I don't understand you, motherfuckers. Yeah. It ain't for you to understand, I guess. Uh, Man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Word to the wise, at least be, uh, at least be faithful until springtime. You know? I'm just saying, like, yeah, <laughs> if you're going to get caught, get caught so, uh, in, in, in a season 
where it ain't gonna bother you to sleep in your car. <laughs> All right. It's gonna bother the fuck out of you sleeping in your car February the fucking third. Like nigga. Yeah. yeah. May third. That shit not gonna so be much. cold as shit. May 3rd, not so much, but definitely February 3rd. Especially in the Midwest. So. Yeah, like, nigga, <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. All right, well, thank you for that, uh, Jerry's final thoughts. <clears throat> and this is episode 67 of The Issue Talks, and we will see you guys for episode 68. Bye. Exactly.